0: Welcome to Get Real with me, Dr. Friedman. If you want to live with greater purpose, authenticity, and empowerment, this is your time to upgrade your belief systems, unlock your true potential, and discover the endless possibilities of you becoming the creator of your life. Today, I wanted to actually do the podcast from a nice place in nature. Hence, I was all dressed for it, and it got too cold. So now I'm back in the sanctuary of my office. Hopefully, next time we can go into the forest to have a podcast from there. What I want to talk about, though, is probably in the forefront of many of us, which is peace. Peace is dear to my heart. Since my birth, since it is a part of my name, many of you know that Friedemann means man of peace, and that I was given that name by my parents to be the peacemaker, the bringer of peace to the family and especially to their marriage. And I guess I was fairly successful, even though at times it was hard to be the mediator between everyone in my family. But in the end, my parents passed, still being married. And somehow, they learn to get along with each other. Peace is important to me for my work because I do help people since many years to find peace with their anxiety, with their insecurities, with their depression, finding peace within themselves. And so peace has been a journey for me personally and in my work since quite a long time, but I have a feeling that in my lifetime, this is probably the moment where we need peace more than ever. Considering what's going on in the Ukraine with the war, we just came through the pandemic. There is so much divisiveness in the world, in this country, with people just having more and more strong righteous opinions and ways to express himself, even with aggression and anger. There is a need for peace because facing those global challenges, and I haven't even talked about how the earth is in trouble, how we really need to get our act together in order to make the planets still livable for the generations after us. Peace is a foundation, but we don't really spend a lot of time focusing on peace. It's a little bit like health, right? I mean, it's a foundation of our existence, but we don't focus on it. We don't really pay attention to it until we are sick. And then all of a sudden we realize, whoa, I need to do something about my health. And this is, I believe, also the time to focus more on peace. Now, lots of us, focus on peace or define peace as the moment where everything is in control, where we are safe, can exhale, and then peace can come. But if we really define peace by the absence of something that may be dangerous or challenging in the outer world, I think we are in for a very long wait. We need to find peace inside of us. We need to be able to choose being at peace, no matter what the circumstances are, because being able to choose how we see the situations we're in, how we respond to them, how we feel about them, that is the ultimate power. And choosing peace over anger, frustration, despair is certainly a better and healthier choice, because through this peace inside of us, we can also find more clarity. We can find ways to connect and understand each other. We can find solutions as a community for the problems we are facing. Peace is very powerful. Peace and love, I believe, are the greatest, most powerful forces in the world. And again, we need to find the peace inside of ourselves, so that we can become those sources of peace for the world. So today is about how to find peace. But in order to know how to find peace, we also need to understand how we are preventing ourselves from having peace. Because that is an issue that many of us certainly are dealing with. And besides this idea of peace equals being in control, which is the illusion, because we are ultimately never really in control of what happens or the people even in our lives. We can only control ourselves. It is also about how we can be at peace with ourselves. I mean, let's think about your way you talk to yourself. The first thing that comes to mind when you wake up or when you go in the bathroom and look at yourself, When you go to bed, do you feel like, wow, I really like myself. I'm so at peace every day. I'm just saying nice, supportive things to myself that enhance my sense of well-being. I feel whole and I feel certainly enough. Sounds like a different language, right? So being already at war with yourself, certainly doesn't make you a source of peace. So the first step to not disrupt your ability to experience peace would be to change the way you talk to yourself. Stop putting yourself down. Stop always having some negative snide remark. Stop using words like fat, stupid, loser, that you would really not dare to say to anybody else. Just be more aware that you can choose to find more peace by choosing a more calm and a more supportive and compassionate way to communicate with yourself about yourself. Your inner commentary needs to change in order for you to be more at peace. Now, another way that we disrupt a sense of peace is that we want too much and we enjoy way too little. I mean, wouldn't you agree that there is a a constant restlessness in our society looking for something, looking for a distraction, looking for the next high of a purchase or some amazing experience, looking for something that makes you feel alive and fill a void inside of you? And I think that is one of the ways we never stop. We just keep on going, channeling uh, or going to the channels of TV or, or just surfing the internet, scrolling through all the opportunities and possibilities and never stopping enough to just take anything in. I mean, I know people that can watch three or four movies at the same time because they cannot decide which one to stay on. Love story, some horror movie, suspense, documentary, all will be consumed and nothing will really be enjoyed. So just taking your time to focus on one thing and maybe the smallest, the most simple, the the joy that is readily available to you as a way to find more peace with that. And again, refraining your mind from looking for something else looking for that, what may be better, that fear of having better options and missing out on them. we just have to also see that as a major disruptor for peace. One of the most peaceful times I had in my life, and it may sound a little strange, was sitting next to my mother as she was dying. For a whole week, My sister and I took turns to do a death watch. The way my mother died wasn't pretty. She had cancer. And she was told in actually pretty good health that she only has about a week to live. Total shock to all of us. So since there was more and more pain coming up, she was heavily sedated. So I think she was fairly peaceful. Now, I had to make a choice. Obviously, I couldn't save her, couldn't prolong her life, even though I really wanted to. She would have deserved so much to have more years because she was only 76 years old. And I couldn't really resist the fact that she would pass, that she would transition anytime soon. So sitting there and waiting watching, looking out of the window when it was night and just taking in that summer energy of a of a night that is actually meant to be pleasant. There was something about this whole setting that brought up so much peace. I let go of the resistance, let go of my expectations or hope. I surrendered to that, what for all of us, is inevitable and tried just to be a source of calmness and peace for my mother. I read to her, I played some music, but often I was just in stillness there trying to be calm and trying to give her a sense of safety on this last journey. It was very, very beautiful and I will never forget it. And maybe this was the last gift that she gave me and my sister just to have this opportunity to be with her until her last breath. But the peace that I felt taught me that one way, one bridge to peace is to let go of that resistance to whatever we are not wanting to have in our lives or what we don't have enough or what we want to change. And just go more into that acceptance and finding in the acceptance the nuggets of growth, Mm -hmm. the nuggets of love or peace that those moments can bring to us. So whatever situation you're in right now where you are finding yourself in a lack of acceptance or finding yourself powerless because you cannot change it or finding yourself in, in resistance. Just go into that mindset of I accept and I'm open to receive the learnings and the gifts from that. And I'm open just to be the source of peace for whatever situation or whatever people I'm right now dealing with and see what happens. It is quite powerful just to let go and let yourself be that source of peace. One of those other ways that we get out of this mode of, or this focus of being at peace is impatience. And I certainly was facing this when my mother was dying. And I felt at some point, wouldn't it be nice if she could really be released, if she could let go, if she could move on? And that impatience is something that we all face. The impatience with, you know, wanting something that doesn't happen, you know, even in traffic, or you are, you know, wanting to have the vacation come closer, or you're impatient finding that person that you are, you know, wanting to spend the rest of your life with. This wanting and being impatient for not having it, major source of unrest inside of you. And so patience is certainly one way to find more peace. And the last place that I want you to just think about for a moment is how often we create this, yeah, this inner trouble or conflict or, you know, restlessness inside of us sense of not being able to be at peace is when we are not really trusting anybody in anything anymore right now it seems to be so much easier to find faults in everything faults in the institutions in science in religion in politicians in the employer in the neighbors it's it's almost like a you know a badge of honor to be against and to be suspicious and distrusting and stand up for the opposite than just being in a place of appreciation and acceptance and just finding that well maybe there are so many more good things that come from those places that we are right now well maybe have some theories of being controlled or being manipulated and so on behind that we cannot really see those anymore. Now, I'm not saying that we should just, you know, completely blindly trust and not have some kind of discernment. But what is happening right now is with especially the, the influence of social media where everyone who has a Facebook account becomes an expert and can just spew out whatever conspiracy theories. And we tend to maybe believe someone that is like us more than those people that actually have studied and that they, that they know what they're talking about. I think this general distrust in each other is undermining a sense of coherence, a sense of that we are ultimately in it for and with each other and that we do have to lean on each other and not always just with suspicion look at each other as well what do you want to get from me or how do you lie to me or manipulate me? So try to regain a little bit of a sense of confidence. Confidence in your in your doctor, in your teachers, confidence in your neighbors. And even if people have a different opinion than you, just look for that what feels like connects you. And that's what feels also true and good to you. And try to not just get hung up by the things that separate you or the things that you don't 100% know or believe to be true. Now, all of those things, Undermine the sense of peace. And there are certainly more. And I'm happy if you can write in your commentary what other ways of feeling not at peace you have found. But here are 13 ways to be more peaceful. And, you know, in some ways I'd already talked about some of them, but it's always worth repeating. So, what are the 13 ways? to find more peace in your life and this way become the source of peace for the world. Well, the first step is really to disconnect from the distractions and the noise outside of you. Not obviously 24-7 unless you want to go into a monastery or live in the woods in a hut, but 10 minutes a day, just really making a point to not have anything externally come to you, but really only have the stillness as that what surrounds you, the container for peace. We cannot easily find that, that resonance of peace when there is so much noise and stimulation. So just choose, even if it feels uncomfortable a little bit at the beginning, choose to be still. 10 minutes, phone off, no sounds, just you. And then the second step is to just connect to your body, connect to your breath, listen to your heartbeat, have your hands on your heart and even feel your heart beating. Just notice that this sacred oneness of mind, body, and spirit is always the sanctuary, always the refuge. You can find peace in, but you have to go inside in order to feel that peace. You won't find it when you are in other people's heads or somewhere outside of you, not really being connected. Once you are more in that stillness inside. Just choose to practice acceptance. And again, acceptance is something where you simply say yes to whatever is the things you cannot change, the things you cannot understand, the things that you have been judging yourself for, maybe you're worried about maybe felt like they are absolutely wrong and shouldn't be this way for those 10 minutes, simply accept. Accept that you don't know why these things have to happen. You don't know why you right now are in the safety of your home when millions of people are under the bombardment and under the threat of losing their lives. You don't know wise one person can have so much power to potentially destroy the entire world but you know right now that you will not gain any kind of clarity on how to move forward or how to see where you're in what you're in more with a sense of also maybe clarity on what to do next or how to respond if you are in this anxiety or frustration or confusion, so finding peace is simply the best way for you to, like the snowflakes in the snow globe, just let them sink down so that you can more calmly assess what's next. So accept yourself. Accept yourself as simply it. You are the one who has to find peace with yourself because you're the one who will always be with you until your very last breath. You're going to spend every moment with yourself. There is no need to run away from yourself. There is no need to distract yourself from yourself. There is no void inside of you that needs to be filled if you are filling it with your own presence, with your own connection. Accept that it's much more pleasant and enjoyable to be your own friend and supporter than to constantly either fight yourself or avoid yourself. And from this acceptance place, sometimes it's just enough to say, I accept. I accept. I am enough. I have enough. I let go of the resistance to whatever there is. Go to appreciation. Because having appreciation gives you also a sense of that fullness that is in your life. Appreciation of the simple things. Maybe the roof over your head. That you have some food today. That you have some people that you can connect to and reach out to. That you have yourself, your body, your mind, that you have this desire to listen to uplifting inspirational messages. Just appreciate all those things that you may not really acknowledge until you take the time. Because appreciation is a major way to find more peace because it does give you a sense of, I don't have to always strive and rush and be busy or fight, or compete. I can simply also take the fullness that already is in my life and let it in, enjoy it, savor it. So these are very simple ways for you to get into that greater sense of peace. And for that, you know, you also want to realize that after those 10 minutes of stillness, of connection with yourself, of acceptance and appreciation, comes the daily choice to maintain this focus on peace. You know, peace can be like a A center of gravity that pulls you back in, that makes you feel grounded simply by choosing to rather be at peace than dot, dot, dot. And here are the other things that I would love for you just to try out on how it feels to be more at peace. One of those things is to let go more of those desires and needs and goals that we all think we should go for. I mean, one of the, you know, the messages we always hear is that we have to go further, that we have to want something else, that we have to develop and expand and reach for higher ground. And it sounds all wonderful, but it sets you up also for a constant sense of dissatisfaction, a constant sense of never being done. There is always a higher mountaintop, another hurdle or bar to reach or overcome. And and that is the opposite of peace. So sometimes to also know that I don't have to have always those goals driving me. Sometimes I can also just see the goals as a distraction from being okay with what is. And if I feel there is an inspiration inside of me to grow or to have more or to to maybe uh, evolve. It will come from a peaceful place, not a place of lack or or need it, or maybe even competition. It will come from a place of just feeling at ease and clear that this is what is next. I don't think when we are looking in nature, which is by the way, that place where you can find peace probably the easiest, when we look at nature, we are not really seeing trees being in competition with each other, telling themselves, wow, I'm not a tree or enough of a tree, if I'm not 30 foot high. I mean, it just is a natural expansion, a natural evolution. And I think this is something we have forgotten because our mind, our egos, our, our society just pushes us further and always says, we are not enough. We have to have more. We have to be more. And there is a a constant undercurrent of feeling uneasy rather than feeling at peace with yourself. And along those lines, it's also important to really calm down that inner critic that has learned that you are not enough, that was imprinted, programmed early on, that you can never settle, you can never become Placent because it's lazy. You have to always question, shouldn't you be better? Shouldn't you do more? Shouldn't you just, you know, always be busy? and, And that inner critic ultimately just wants you to be safe. It just questions you. Are you sure you're thin enough? Are you sure you have enough money? Are you sure that you have a good enough relationship? Are you sure that you know enough languages? Are you sure, are you sure? If you see the inner critic really just as a part of you that asks you questions, because it just doesn't know. It just reads from the playbook, from whatever it has received from the parents or from the authority figures early on in life. Well, it just asks you now as the adult, are you sure? that this is it, enough, we can be happy, we're not lazy, we're not complacent and if you choose peace right now as your foundation you want to just respond yes, it's okay, I am enough and if I want to have something different I will feel it and I will do it from purpose and joy and not from must and have or insecurity. Messages like this, is what the inner critic needs to hear. Also, along those lines, the inner critic loves to compare, loves to compete, loves to look at others and points out how they are better and how they have such a a more desirable existence. And you know it. So also, again, tell the inner critic, We are all on the same journey in the same boat, but we all have our own trajectory, our own path, our own mission. So there is no need and there is actually no sense in comparing ourselves with anyone because everyone's experience, everyone's makeover, everything that we have is so unique. Our purpose in life is so unique that no one can know what is right for us but us. And by competing and comparing with others, we are actually distracting ourselves often from what is right. I mean, I know this personally because I had for a long time a very strong competitive and comparing inner critic inside of me that constantly told me I should do this and that. And especially when I was in medicine, I should thrive for, I strive for being a a researcher and a professor in cardiology, and because others are also in the same path, so you have to be at least with them or ahead of them, and not knowing that this was not my journey. This was not my path. I mean, I realized that my my feelings were not really in alignment. I felt anxious. I felt stressed. There was a lot of sense of somehow I'm not really helping people the way I want to help them, because they are much more a factory than really a, a way of addressing people as as whole beings. But my inner competitive critic just said, "Let's go, let's run, let's write, let's study." And it wasn't until I really learned to pay attention to what inside of me told me "This is the wrong path, which came through anxiety and panic attacks, I was on that. On that train, I was running for something that I thought would be what makes me happy, not realizing it was exactly the opposite. Another way to find more peace is to practice patience, as I mentioned before. And that is simply like, you know, being in those moments where you realize I have to wait. There is a lag time between what I want and what is. Whether you stand in front of the elevator and you watch, you know, the elevator slowly working its way towards you, breathe, embrace, I am practicing patience, or you sit in the traffic jam, just allow yourself to go through affirmations or simply being present and really let yourself be stuck and know that patience is also trusting that this is not permanent, you know there will be a time when there is a flow again, when things are moving again, but because you trust there is a time, a time when it's right, you're not fighting it, you're not resisting it, you're simply patiently in it. And that feels really good because then you also see whatever happens, the pause in your busyness as an opportunity. You know, having to be patient because things are not happening is also a bridge to finding peace in that acceptance and finding peace in the moment, even though it's not perfect. So it really is another opportunity to strengthen this ability to choose how you want to see the situation you're in. I find a wonderful way to connect to more peace inside of me by visiting in my mind the places that I know can bring me peace. I mean, for this, I literally go back to the hospital sitting with my mother because I really remember how it felt to be at this really beautiful, clarifying peace. Maybe because also everything that you know you think about or worry about in the moment when you know someone is passing, is kind of small and irrelevant because there is something just happening that is so much more real and and big than those little um, nuisances that we can get upset about. I love finding those memories of the temples in Egypt, the places we went on our hikes through the Compostelle, places in nature, churches I have been visiting. They are things that just I know when I go back to in my mind instantaneously make me feel in tune, aligned with peace. So just, you know, it may be a beach for you. It may be a a beautiful morning in bed with your beloved that you remember. Whatever you can go to, that brings you peace, is stored inside of you. It's a memory in this beautiful you know, treasure chest of experiences that we can really tap into. And this way also find that peace flowing through us. Even though everything around us may be chaotic, inside of us, we feel the calmness through that peace. That's the beauty of the mind, by the way, especially the subconscious mind that... Imagining and and visualizing, as long as we feel something about it for your subconscious, it's real. Just like a dream is for the subconscious real, just like daydreaming, visualizing, all of those things are real because you feel it, you see it in your mind's eye, you may even taste it. And so you can completely forget about all that is maybe in the three-dimensional world appearing real when you choose to focus on something internally that brings you much more peace and harmony. Also, find ways to resolve your inner battles. I just talked about the inner critic, but maybe there is a, a battle also with a part of you that loves to be right, that loves to be against a part of you that is like i said before more suspicious or more about you know fighting the the institutions or uh, those things that you know it just believes are wrong and and then there is another part of you that may just want to have peace and harmony there may be a part of you that is too afraid to try something new and get out of the comfort zone or be open. And then there is another part of you that wants to connect and wants to belong. You know that you probably have, like all of us, some conflicting sides inside of you. And and unless you pay attention to it, you will actually not really notice how they pull you apart, how they can literally make you go through a roller coaster of emotions. One day you feel all excited and, and, you know, ambitious and ready. And the next day you feel all down and small and just want to hide out and finding peace with both sides of you by simply understanding their needs, understanding what they want, understanding that they both, you know, like my wife, Danielle, often says, I have an introvert and an extrovert. And I just have to really pay attention to both. Sometimes my extrovert needs a little attention and I go out and meet some friends and then my introvert needs attention and I just read a book and and be more uh, quiet and and introspective. That is just one example of just giving both sides a little attention, knowing that that peace with both is ultimately your responsibility. And the last peace of how to find peace is also just choosing when you are with others to be that source of peace, not a source of gossiping, not a source of judging or going into some, uh, you know, arguments about often irrelevant things. Just being a source of peace by connecting, by calming down a situation, by understanding, even understanding those that have a different opinion or that you don't agree with, just trying to have compassion for where people come from, their fears, their egos, their needs to be different, their needs to have something to say, whatever it is, have through compassion, a sense of peace with them. You don't have to change them. You don't have to fight them. You don't have to convince them. You can simply choose to accept them without resistance for who they are. Of course, sometimes you may find from that peace place an opening to get through to them. Maybe you get to a place where you can make them realize where they are coming from. What's talking is really their fears or their lack of power or purpose and and from that peaceful place you may be able to make them more aware and self-reflective but you won't get there by being combative or going into a tug of war because the more you pull back the more they pull put their heels in the ground and it just goes back and forth. Now, I said a lot of things about peace, and I hope some of those little seeds will actually come to flourishing with you, but I want to leave you just with the awareness that peace is available to all of us. We just have to choose it, simply like the heart. The heart is always something we can choose to open up to love and compassion. But we have to choose it and sometimes it's harder for us to open up to love and compassion because we're not feeling at peace, especially not at peace with ourselves. So if you have been longing to be a source of love, start with being a source of peace, especially peace for yourself.